When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's Let's Go Otsko. And I'm in quarantine. At home. home. Guess what? You are listening to the 50th episode of Let's Go Otsko. Five zero fifty. What? I didn't even think that I would be podcasting this long, but here we are, an entire year later. Yeah, I started the podcast right around my birthday, which also means that it's almost my birthday, which also also means that I'll be throwing a Zoom birthday party, probably, just like everyone else has had to who's had their birthdays while on lockdown. Yeah, boy, we're getting creative. (laughs) For the past few birthdays, I've had shows. Like last year on my birthday, I had my album recording with Comedy Dynamics, which is out now, but I control me if you're bored or doing your laundry or sitting around and being like, I feel like not watching something, which... Might not be the case right now. You might want to be watching stuff, distracting all of your senses right now. But if you feel like just listening to something, my album is out. And I recorded that on my birthday last year. Or the year before that, I had a Let's Go Otsko birthday edition show. You know, as a comedian, I'm like, why let that birthday date go wasted? Why just have a party when I can do a comedy show, when I can still do comedy? And people will show up because cake you know? But this year, it's higher stakes. With a greater dilemma, I have to choose between a regular Zoom birthday party and a Zoom comedy show. How will I ever choose? Oh my god. Which link do I send to people? Do I send them to the regular birthday link? Or do I send them to a comedy show birthday link? And can I do comedy at both Zoom meetings? You know? All I've ever wanted out of my birthday parties was to be heard. The only person being heard. Hence, the comedy shows, because then you're forced to just listen and laugh as I talk on stage with a microphone booming into your ears. Oh, you mean like you're doing right now, Atsuka? Oh, you mean like this podcast that I have weekly? Hmm, maybe I have a birthday party for myself every week already. Wow, that was so meta. Matsuko, that was so meta. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Okay, let's meet my guest for the week. This week, I have the hilarious and super talented Baron Vaughn. Now, how did we meet? 
I think we were just on the same shows around town, and actually, you know what? I first met him in Houston at a comedy festival where he was doing the goddamn comedy jam, and I watched him sing David Bowie's "Let's Dance" to a packed crowd. And I was like, "God damn, Baron is super funny, but he has this gorgeous voice too." You know, just being like, "If you say run, I'll run with you." Let's dance. You know, it was、uh, cool to see. It's always cool to see comedians do other arts, but Baron, he's truly a multi-hyphenate. You know, you might have seen him in Grace and Frankie, where he plays one of Lily Tomlin's sons, or you might have seen him on his own show with Open Mike Eagle, The New Negroes on Comedy Central. You've just seen him on everything, and he is truly such a delight. And so giving, and such a great listener, and so smart. He knows he just can reference every book, everything in history, and can quote great thinkers and know who actually quoted it. Because anytime I quote things, it's always like anonymous, heard it somewhere, just repeated it like a parrot. Anyway, I'm excited for you to meet him. But before you do, I have an exciting update. If you're a member of our Patreon. You will now be getting early access to all episodes in video form. That's right, video form. We're recording all of our sessions now on video with fun graphics and fun interactive elements that you'll only get to see if you're a Patreon member. And we drop it on the Wednesday before the podcast comes out. That's right. If you want more, if you've been enjoying the podcast, you can always still join us at Patreon.com/slash/LetsGoAtsGo. Or just support us by giving us five stars on Apple Podcasts. All right. Without further ado, here's Baron Vaughn. I am so excited to have my guest here today. I'm with Baron Vaughn. Wow. Yeah, we're going digital. Digital love. Crowd goes wild. Crowd goes wild. Digital love. I know there was a lot、um, that you were willing to share with me as we were having to figure. <laughs> Right, figure out how to connect with all the right wires, all the right apps.、Um, you、yes. are not an Apple product person. No, I left the Apple. I fell far from the tree. Yeah, yeah, you did. I mean, just to the other side, I guess the only other option, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess that technologically, I just feel like、uh, Apple has stagnated for many years. Uh, Steve Jobs is dead. <laughs> yeah. No. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy who runs、uh, Apple now is nice, so he doesn't get things done. You know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. 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 I feel like I was getting a little blocked by the technology. It wasn't like syncing and working well, you know, together anymore. So I decided to jump ship over to a Samsung phone. Yeah. Wow. Well. Uh, you know, I, I don't have many Samsung friends, so it's <laughs> it's an honor. It's an honor. It's, it's like I just said a racial slur. That's how awkward this conversation is. Like, oh, <laughs> weird.、Uh, well, I wasn't expecting you to say something like that. I'm like, well, I, I don't know how to send you files anymore, but、um, <laughs> I wasn't aware that、uh, videos and photos are going to be very difficult to send. I guess we've never tried that before. You know, our friendship never got to that. Level where 
Yeah. We are not at a texting pictures level. That is, that's very true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. So I've had to, always, I always to just see what you're up to, have to go to your socials. And of course, you're a busy man. And so, it, you know, I'm always like, oh, I wish there was more like family pics, you know. And... <laughs> yeah, I kind of, you have to follow my wife for that. I kind of have a weird thing because I've been on Instagram for a long time too, but it's kind of like, I don't really think I'm that good at the socials. I feel like I'm still... I've never really been that good at uh, putting my brand out there, I guess, on the on the Instagram and Twitter. So I kind of don't post stuff of my personal life up there because I feel like yeah. it opens me up. It opens my children up to uh, people saying horrible things. <laughs> and and there are just so many. When things are public, like when, when anyone can join, oh, man, the, yes. ho- the horrible people show up, you know. Yeah. Um, when he hears horrible things, I want him to hear it to his face from a kid that has horrible parents, like all of us did. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. The, the public is so scary. And in, in a time like this, you don't they don't have to be exposed to the public. Are your kids are your kids just like it's just you two that they're seeing you and Rhiannon? Yes. Yes. Right now. Yes. Uh, which is except for the occasional, you know, like video call with like, you know, some different grandparents and other siblings of mine or Rhiannon's, yeah. um, which they're always excited because they are starved for other people <laughs> right. to be around besides me. They're getting bored of me. You think so? Did they say that out loud? Well, technically, yes. I mean, um, before we started, you know, when we were talking about all these technical problems, uh-huh. um, I was singing a lot, as you know, I am wont to do. I am a person who likes to break out in a song randomly. It's and amazing. And my oldest son the other day uh, was like, no song, no song, <laughs> just like, no song, no song. And I, I turned off this music I was singing to and then I was singing by my, myself still in uh, silence. And he was going, song's over, song's <laughs> over. And I'm like, Wow, are you my third grade history teacher? Because you yeah. want me to be quiet. What? He saw that in a movie somewhere where it's, <laughs> right? Or like a TV show where it is like the teacher or the dad being like, all right, party's over. That's a possibility. Or he was just like, less you, more me, more <laughs> me right now. <laughs> I'm the one who's singing and dancing. Not you, no dad, dad. <laughs> my grandma has that effect on me. So my grandma is like my kid, I feel like, <laughs> you know, right? Like at a certain point, they get so old that they become, you know, it's like one day soon, I'm going to people ask me if I want kids. And I'm like, no, because I have a grandmother. You know what I'm saying? Huh, yes. I have yes. a grandma. I help her walk. You know what I mean? I I, I um, help her. I get things you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like a kid, you know, uh, yes. and uh, and I, I'm almost like her manager now. You know, people have started to hit me up about, oh, uh, we want your grandmother in uh, this uh, feature film, this short film, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, you have catapulted her to. <laughs> I've created <laughs> your, your, a monster. Your grandma is way better at the socials than I am. I'll tell you that much. Oh, what have I done? You know, Baron. <laughs> I did not become, I did not mean to become, this is how I became her, her manager. You know what I mean? Mm, Just out of nowhere. And I'm scared. I'm scared I've created a monster, you know? Well, you know, I think that 
I'll tell you this, we didn't plan on having children. We neither of us actually wanted kids. Uh-huh. Um, but we did want to have unprotected sex. And uh <laughs> that, <laughs> that has been known to cause babies. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. sometimes the desire you you can't think about the other thing fast enough when one thing well, is happening yes. and it feels good. <laughs> well, we kind of we we were trying to, you know, be we were trying to be strategic about it, but there was like other things that we didn't plan on. But I guess the point is that, mm-hmm. um, you know, they say some are some are uh, born great, some achieve greatness, and some have greatness thrust upon them. So we've kind of had it thrust upon us. Yes. But instead of, because I think a lot of parents have kids and they didn't want them, and then they treat their kids like they're unwanted. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. We've kind of we have risen to the occasion. It's actually been really amazing and rewarding. And the point I'm trying to make is, it's always my sense that people who are like, I don't want to have kids are the exact same people I think should be having kids because oh. you, uh, you're, you're pretty cool. <laughs> you're, you're, an, you're an intelligent person. And, uh, you know, shitty people are the ones who are like, oh, I've always wanted to be a parent. And then they are, right. and then they make kids that, you know, are protesting, uh, lockdowns right now, uh, who, <laughs> just cannot take any information in their heads. Right, right, right. No, yeah. So it is. you're saying it's like a trick question thing where it's like, if you answered no, I don't want kids, then actually, ding, 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 we need more people like you. Rational, <laughs> smart, thinking about yes. the world. Yes, actually, that's exactly how I feel about it. It's co- very controversial. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would obviously Bold never statement. tell people what they're supposed to do. I just think that what people think parenting is, uh, what people think the experience of birth is, has been ruined by a bunch of shows and movies um, that have some truth to them, but most of them just kind of look like each other now instead of like what it actually can be like. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think it's, you know, I think that's that a lot of people who are like, never, never having kids are like the exact people. I'm like, but you're interesting. <laughs> like you. Sure. You're, you it's care gonna, about things. It's gonna end here. Yes, <laughs> and exactly. To that, if, and I, to that, I say yes. It ends have here. you ever seen Idiocracy? I actually never watched Idiocracy. I know about it. I know that's what we're in. People, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. right. It's because like people, um, uh, people started rewatching Contagion, for example. Yes, yes. I think Idiocracy. People have like we're rewatching right after 2016 too. So, um, but yeah, I, absolutely. I, I actually haven't seen it. It's something. It's a movie that I just missed, and I was like, well, now it's too late. If I watch it, who am I going to talk about it with? But I guess. <laughs> You can always talk about it with me, obviously. Yeah. Hey, Baron. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Hey, <laughs> why do I get nervous calling people still? I'm like, is it okay if I <laughs> make a phone call? Because, you know, like people for the longest time didn't want to take phone calls, but now it's. Yeah. If, if you get a call, it's um, it might be your chance to talk to your friend. Yeah. It, it feels like somebody showing up to your door unannounced a phone call. Now. It's like, Whoa, I know. Whoa. What do they want? I know. Do you remember the one time that I called you? I did call you. And hmm. I was like, Baron, what's your address? Do you remember that? I was like, what? I don't. What's your unit number? I was, yeah. And and I think it like, I was like, this is going to freak him out. But it's because I wanted to send you all flowers for your <laughs> second born. Do you remember that? Oh, yes, I do now. I do. Um, but I also didn't think you were weird. Uh, I... I 
luckily I like you, so I give you the benefit of the doubt. Uh, <laughs> but it was still like, because it's, I don't think I said hello. I just said, hey, what's your address? You know, because the flower person was outside be like, hello, we, we can't deliver it if we don't have the actual, you know. And so I was like, okay, I'm, oh. I'm trying to call him, but it's going to ruin the surprise. Um, yeah, any, anyway. It was, uh, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It was the whole thing. Um, um, why, why did I go there? Oh, speaking speaking of your 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 kids and yeah. idiocracy uh, yes i will call you about idiocracy once i watch it um mm-hmm. but uh, we actually got a question from a listener um, oh okay uh this one's for you baron uh this is <laughs> brian from orlando uh, okay now that you've been a father do you feel that your kids will be funnier than you uh and are your kids funny <laughs> speaking of Song's over, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Honestly, I think that all children are naturally funny. I think that people who are funny in general still have a relationship with their child self, if you will. Like we, to be funny is to play, you know, and to let yourself have an imagination and be creative. So in a lot of ways, funny people are still are are basically impersonating kids <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's interesting. But you ever that's my theory. You, but you ever feel the threat like, "Oh god, are they funnier than me?" Do, like <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. That's like how- if he if he does an open mic and kills, then I'll be like, "Wow, the student has surpassed the master." But <laughs> I, I actually there is he does have leadership qualities to say the least um he's gonna be a much more secure person just like psychologically emotionally than i i am or i was um well i am i'd say present tense so it's kind (laughs) of like he's already like got a sense of himself that i look at and i go like all i have to do is is not destroy that all i have to do is keep that going and maintain that so Interesting. if he ends up being funnier than me, uh-huh. uh, I'll be fine with it because I know that I'm the one who got him there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, but you can take that away from him, too. Like if you you might be his ride to the open mics. And if you refuse, <laughs> then there goes his opportunities. You know, you you can. Um, for example, I was saying, like, I am the keeper to my grandma's opportunities. You know, if I wanted, <laughs> I could not tell her about these these uh, projects that people are asking her to be in <laughs> because they're writing me. You know what I'm saying? Now, this mm. is it's very psychotic, this uh, way of thinking. But um, uh, it's exactly the kind of psychosis that'll make you a great parent. <laughs> well, it's like, well, if Savion doesn't know that comedy mics exist... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
how would he be funnier than me? And hey, the way we're going, maybe they won't. <laughs> In the future, maybe they won't exist. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, he might. Yeah, he might do like go straight on to live stream comedy shows. You know, to yeah. doing those. You know, and I uh, could deal with it. A vlog, a young filmmaker. Why not? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're just. Um, you just need to have good Wi-Fi. Very important right now for <laughs> yes, to keep is. friendships and relationships going. Um, right before actually we started recording, we we had like our Wi-Fi was completely shut down, and uh, truly mm. almost uh, both of us had a panic attack. And I was like, "This is crazy. This is lame." Like. You know, for the longest time, like, I think some of the existential crises people were having was like, I need to spend more time with people again, human contact right before the mm -hmm. pandemic, you know, a yes. lot of like, less screen time, less phone time. But now, <laughs> if you don't do that, like you won't have any human time. <laughs> human Absolutely. I know. Absolutely. I know. Except for, except for like only the... Uh, contact of somebody that you might be with in quarantine, um, right. but that that um, where that wears you out. Uh, <laughs> that, that wears out. It's welcome, even especially if you love the person. There's a point yes. where you're like, okay, I need to just be in this bathroom by myself. For five, five yeah, seconds. no, and that was your son being like, I love you so much. That's why, Dad, yeah, you, no song, you need no to song. stop. You need to stop singing just for me and for you, for our relationship. Can't, can't you just be present, bro? <laughs> So, no, that's a great point that you made about about how we're just all kids are funny. Although I feel like I've met a few unfunny kids. Um, yes, but that's that's the result of their parents. Yeah, that's true. That's I'm telling you, when I was young and I realized this because I look back and I think about my grandmother was a big part of me being raised, too. Right. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother was a very, very, very practical woman. You mm -hmm. know, she was very, very no nonsense, you know, this way or that way, you know, just very clear boundaries and very clear borders around things. And as a kid, we would be driving around all the time and I would constantly entertain what if sessions. Like yeah. I just go to her and be like, hey, what if, you know, and just make something up that I thought was interesting <laughs> or funny. Yeah. And that's that's like the essence of everything we do on stage. Right. It's like, what if this thing happened instead of this other thing? You know, any yeah. one who writes, you're you're asking yourself, what if in some big way, right? Right. Uh, right. And my grandmother used to shut it down. She would never let me even get it out. I'm like, what if? She's like, no, there's no what if. There is no what if. It either is or it isn't. It makes it makes it takes time. It makes no sense to waste the time thinking about things that are not. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's yeah. the only thing I think that was she was wrong about. <laughs> but like, oh, how much she's seen, you know? Just her answer alone, I'm like, Absolutely. oh, she's seen so much. Where she's like, no time for imagination. Are you kidding me? Are you trying to get in trouble? Do you not want to, you know, <laughs> live, live comfortably? Yeah, she's yeah, had yeah. a hard life, so she's just like, no, keep your keep your you know, your head down and keep moving forward. But that's like, you know, that, that I think every parent does that from the perspective of, of believing you're protecting your child. You know what I mean? You don't want them to get like right. their head in the clouds or whatever you think might be dangerous to them. But I, I don't necessarily, I don't drive with that. Yeah. I think you got to encourage a child, hopefully encourage mm -hmm. the child, but don't push them. That's different too. Yeah, like yeah, forcing yeah. them to do something, but that's, in the moment, you'll find that balance. At least that's what I hope. 
Yeah, it's that balance of like, I think he likes dancing, so I'm going to put him in dance classes, but I'm not sure. You know, I got to start him early. I got to start him at two. He's not quite super forming opinions yet, and what he, but he, he does spins every day. So let's just put him in class right now. You know, it's just like, it's got to be. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Open Mike Eagle, who you know, mm-hmm. we were talking about, he has a son that's, I think, 11. Uh huh. And his son's really in the basketball. And we were talking about, I don't remember what we were talking about, but it was about him sending his son to a basketball camp. And he said this yeah. thing because, you know, obviously he's way ahead of me in parenting, but he was like, sure. yeah, it's clear that he's really into basketball. Like it's not a phase. Uh-huh. It hasn't disappeared. He's maintained his interest for a long time. He yeah. de- keeps getting better and better. So we're not wasting money to send him to this thing. It's something that would be good for him. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's how I'm going to have to think about things. <laughs> like It's like some things are just a phase and then you spend a lot of money on it. And they're like, oh, I don't do that anymore. And you're like, what? I know. But I put $300 into that. I know. That's Yeah, that's what I think of or that's what I've thought of with like uh, the things that my grandma has put me into. And I'm like, God, mm. I, that was just a waste. I mean, God, did you really think? Me? Piano? Well, me? Piano? piano? I do want to hear some of these things now. Like what else? It was piano and ballet. Like the dance stuff took. The dance stuff took. You okay, know? yeah. I was like, uh, you're a dancer. Yeah, the dancing took, uh, it was a ballet speech classes. I guess that kind of took, you know, with like (laughs) stand up. Um, Mostly it was the piano. She truly wanted, you know, it's like so many families put you in piano for many years only to be like, uh, uh, you know, I I want you to do something that makes money. And like the piano was going to always be a hard thing to make (laughs) money with. Does that make sense? Absolutely. They only need so many piano players. That's true, because there's only so many pianos. There's a, there's a, that's actually a dramatic shortage of pianos. I think like 112 right or something. <laughs> there's 112 pianos, yeah. In like LA County. And, uh, or that might be coronavirus cases today. I'm not, I'm getting numbers mixed up. Mm. But uh, also, oh, do you have a harpsichord? I saw you tweeted that. Do you, that you have a harpsichord? What I have is a digital piano. Oh, a digital uh, and piano. And it has a harpsichord sound. Do you want to hear? Can I, should I take you oh, over? Oh, yes, yeah. To I the would, harpsichord. I would love to hear this digital. Come on, no, but to the harpsichord. We're going to play piano tonight. But if we need to play piano tonight. Down, da, down, da, down, da, down. I'll try not Here's to let it. piano right here. Yes, okay. You have one, two. You have one, another one behind you that. Yes, well, that one's just a computer piano. It doesn't have touch sensitivity this this one has a touch weighted keys right 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 so yeah 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 you can actually play the piano on it if you want to hear something oh yes yeah would you like to hear a little ditty let me see if i can figure out yeah yeah a little a little ditty on your on your weighted piano versus the the uh non-weighted keys exactly now here we go let's see here you can hear this right Yes, yeah. Wow, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's Ooh. the piano sound. Wow. So this is the harpsichord sound. Okay. Can you hear that? <laughs> Yeah, it 
totally changes the mood. It just... Yes. I that because I was looking at you. Immediately more clothes. Like harpsichord, you picture people with uh, just neck down, fully dressed, no yes. crop tops, just, <laughs> you know, just like a big old, like layers of underwear, you know. Yes, absolutely. Underwear that never took, people didn't bathe daily. People didn't. You know, back then. Yes, people didn't bathe. Uh, let's see what else. They didn't breathe. The women weren't breathing properly. Oh, yeah, because of the corsets? Oh, immediately when I heard... See, immediately. I don't even say that. But I know. Look at you with your British accent. When I when I hear that harpsichord, I'm just like... I think of harder days. I think of harder... <laughs> <laughs> compared to a piano that's more like... Mm, you know, we're just used to that sound, that 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 clean, whatever, you know, that... The, the normal piano, if you will. The normal piano, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Harpsichord, definitely. It's a very different... It's a very different instrument i mean i guess it's like it's funny that you say harder days because only super super rich people had the had those <laughs> even though they couldn't breathe but they you know yeah it, it, but that's the thing we only knew those stories because those were the ones that were recorded so you know god i don't even want to know the the poor people harder harpsichord days my god the winners write history Let's go. The winners write history. We don't know a lot about mm -mm. what the lives of everyday people were like and just all these different and then also like cultures that have been wiped out, you yeah. know, like I genocides know. and colonization, just so much knowledge and all that crap has been lost to stupid assery. <laughs> I know. I know. And instruments that we'll never get to know possibly. Right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Lost yeah. instruments. Lost instruments. Yeah. That's that that now that's a Quibi show, you know. <laughs> Ten minutes of lost instruments. What's this? <laughs> hoo, hoo, ow, wow. Okay. It looks like a bow and arrow, but there's piano keys on it. I don't get it. That's right, yeah. Now if you turn your phone to horizontally you'll see the whole picture. I don't know if you know that that's how Quibi works is their whole thing. Can is. you really turn it horizontally? Yeah, it's like vertical, your phone, you hold your phone vertically and then you, if you're like, I want to see more, you turn it horizontally. Oh, I didn't know that. Actually. And it's a seamless transitions, you know, boom, 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 you know, and um, hmm. yeah, that's, that's their, that's their thing. And we're going all cell phone, all cell phone, you know. Um, that's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Speaking of, you know, lost instruments, the stories that we never heard because they mm -hmm. weren't they weren't rich or or porcelain skin, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. I uh, uh, here's another question, actually, from uh, oh. a listener, Ricardo from Frisco, Texas, uh, asked Oh, before you came on, I said, Baron Vaughn's coming on. Any questions for him? This is why there's questions happening. OK, um, I figured that. <laughs> uh, he says, do you feel that streaming services are showing more diverse shows than network TV? I guess streaming services. That's the end. Yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't know. It's maybe because it's more accessible. There's there's more volume. Yes, yes. I think it's there. The, the amount of programming that's on all these streaming services. Yeah. It's so much stuff that there's, you know, like, 
they're very specific with all their, you know, their algorithms and all that stuff. So it's like they they have specifically like made all these different TV shows and movies, documentaries, reality shows for very specific groups. Right. Um, so I feel like there's a whole bunch of stuff, but also like I'm black and my streaming services know this <laughs> because <laughs> of the things that I have watched. Because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. sometimes even like on Netflix, like those thumbnails, it might be a show that doesn't have any black people in it, but there's like one episode where a black guy walks on screen. Uh, on screen, that's the picture that they show me. Where they're just kind of <laughs> like, it's just like the black person, the person of color in this show. There's a there's one of you in it, and I watch the thing and I'm like, what? Where's that? Where's that person? Oh, episode eight for five seconds. Oh okay. my goodness! And then you do it again to your algorithm by falling for it. Oh, uh, that's very true. Also, did not know that the cover photo could change. I oh, wouldn't yes. put it past them. That's crazy. What? Yes, the, those those thumbnails do change. Is it ever depending you? On your profile. Does it ever recommend you? <laughs> like a show that you're on? <laughs> I don't think it has. No, actually. Oh, well, how well does it know you? you it, maybe it thinks you're somebody else, like Langston Kerman or something. Like <laughs> you're another, yes. you're another black comedian, and so you yeah. know. Um, I, or no. You would have similar taste, me and Langston, I would assume. <laughs> Who knows? I wonder if they do that to me. But I mean, there aren't that that many options. I guess I have been getting like more like Korean things um, recommended to me. Do you watch a lot of Korean things? No, but <laughs> but you know, it's. Uh... Oh, you know what? My Netflix like profile pick is mm-hmm. the the animal, the pig from Okja. Oh really? So I don't know. I mean, that is a Korean film. Uh, I mean, that is the name of that 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 animal, isn't it? The same name as the yeah, movie. yeah. She the little girl. I mean, with her bangs, she also had straight bangs. I connected so much to her. The the little <laughs> Korean girl, and she would just go okja, you know, so much yes. emotion. A just, lot of emotion. Yeah, a lot of emotion. A lot of emotion, and like when when Koreans feel despair, I feel like in movies, you know, just okja, and you the the. <laughs> it's just generations of trauma, just being like, don't take mm. my not my pet, you know, don't take my pet away, my only happiness. You know? That's true. You've already bombed us a lot, so <laughs> it yeah. wouldn't be this. Not today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh oh. So yes. Oh, did I did I lose you? Did you lose me? Hello. Oh no, we're back. You kind uh, of, I, you, yeah, you're back. You were kind of going. That's what I'm talking about. It's that Wi-Fi. It's uh, our neighborhood has been particularly. I think I, it, there's just not enough Wi-Fi right here, and um, so so I'm, I, I'm I'm glad I'm back. I'm glad I'm back. Um, <laughs> Me too. Uh, well. Um, I saw an article. So, so I got interviewed by this Japanese newspaper. It's a oh, cool. newspaper out of Japan. And they mm-hmm. wanted to know how Japanese Americans in entertainment were dealing with the pandemic in this in the U.S. It was a very specific piece. Um, but uh, the interviewer from Japan asked me, he said, how is diversity hap- uh, go? You know, um, I I read that diversity is going to suffer after the pandemic, in Hollywood, and hmm. I knew what article he was talking about, and I was like, oh my god, he just read the headline because it is a little misleading. Um, the he- is it that LA Times article? Yes. <laughs> Where it features like all of our friends, you know, yeah, and yeah, CBS Diversity Showcase, and it's great, you know, um, 
yeah, it was like that uh, they're the future of Hollywood diversity. Or it was something like Hollywood diversity will be halted or has been halted because of the coronavirus, you know? Yeah, something something misleading, yeah. Yeah, it makes you think like, oh no, like, you know, at first my thought was like, oh God, like after the pandemic, it's like, it's like we're starting from a clean slate. So we have to like start from like <laughs> 1930s again. Does that make sense? Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. In a weird way where like people are like, we all had to take a break. So we got to start over. White, <laughs> you know, white men first. You know what I mean? Like, again. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that. That's what Trump, that's what Trump's trying to do, uh, you know, a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Well, what did you say to this person about? about I said, I said, I said, you need to uh, read the entire article, actually. And he said, oh, it's behind a paywall. I was like, okay, well. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's not like, um, because I was like, were you thinking that? Because I brought up that thing. I don't know, if it kind of uh, eugenics a little bit. I was like, I don't mm. know the people who make it out of this, right? Like, um, yeah, there's a lot of communities of color that are uh, being affected. So it, it's not crazy. I mean, you know, when it comes to diversity that, you know, how it's affecting people differently. Yes. Um, and so... But he was like, he was like, oh, I didn't. Yeah, I, I just thought for some reason um, you guys were going to not really cast people of color anymore after the pandemic. And I was like, I was like, no, no, no. It's it's about the CBS Diversity Showcase, honey. OK, they had they had a great show and they were supposed to have meetings. Pilot season got halted. That's it. Everything's great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I would not doubt if um, I think. It's going to be a while because I've been reading the news about or at least the entertainment news that is about how Hollywood is going to get back on its feet yeah. after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's impossible to do social distancing on a set. You know, right. um, there's a lot of things that we're filming overseas, you know, in, in many different countries um, with, you know, various levels of cases and, and, and you know, outbreaks and stuff like that. So it's kind of like. Yeah, it might be a really long time before production can get back up. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it's going to do, because it's like there's a lot of, you know, a lot of movies have been either been released straight into your home right now. Right. I don't even see people going to movie theaters right away. So it's kind of like there's all these movies that have been backed up. Yeah, that haven't been released that yeah. are going to be pushed another year. Yeah. And then it's kind of like so in a way. I think there might be a big gigantic pause on casting people because everyone's going to try to finish all the stuff that they couldn't before. So there might be like a big weird gap before sure. they, before anyone actually is getting cast in things anymore, if that makes any sense. It makes sense. For sure. For sure. I'm and wondering. I don't know if that's true. I'm just wondering if something like that might happen. They were saying for music, for live shows, there's going to be, uh, when they do come back up, like when they do open up, you know, whatever, Staples Center or something, um, like uh, something about like uh, going with the bigger names first, you know, uh, giving them the opportunity to perform again before um, you know, the smaller names. I don't know what that, uh, something like that. Yeah. So like yeah, that makes sense. finishing off the projects first. Yeah. That, they, that were already greenlit. And then, you know, you probably have to give Chris Hemsworth a movie first because he also took a break before, you know, other people. Yeah. I think Thor actually didn't even get into the, the new one 
got shut down because of this. So they haven't even finished it yet. Yeah, they have to. It. Yeah, they have to let Chris before they let you know Chris yeah. Chris Smith or you know. <laughs> Chris has to run so the rest of us can. Yeah, can yeah, just so Chris, what's his fuck can look. There's three working Hemsworth brothers right now. Okay? <laughs> They're out there doing everything. Yeah, if they don't get work, how are we gonna get work? You know what I'm what's saying? What's a Hemsworth? Yeah, <laughs> uh, so trillions dumb. and trillions of dollars and mm-hmm. uh, staycations. I'm trying to. <laughs> have you have you experienced a uh, pandemic specific uh, racism? I I don't I have I don't think I have. I mean, just online, <laughs> but you know, because it's not like I'm really out and about. I truly go out just like every ten days or ten to twelve days. Just to get groceries, and then I'm out. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm not out and do. about. So I've been fortunate, you know. Um, and it's hard to tell. Everyone has a mask on. So if I think someone's looking at me weird, it it could be that like I look nervous, or you know, it's it's hard to tell. But I don't think so. Have you? Have Racism you? is always hard to tell. <laughs> it's yeah. always hard to tell. Is it my face or is it my race? And is my face just my race? You know, or is Am I acting well, weird? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of specific hatred coming at Asian Americans, you know, for sure. right now. For sure, um, yeah. With this whole Chinese virus thing. And, you know, the, of course, with racism, people, every, anyone Asian becomes whatever Asian country we're mad at. So then suddenly everyone's Chinese that kind of looks Chinese. And yeah, that yeah. Just, you know, so I was just wondering if like, because people have been getting their... People are coming up to them, coughing in their faces. There's all kinds of. There's some woman that was attacked with like an acid attack. Yeah, in, in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, I know. I saw it's that. It's insane. I know. It's just like, it's just like, I, I never understand. I mean, obviously, I don't understand, but like, <laughs> when people are scared, man, and the information, we just don't have enough answers. Like truly, yeah. Even the experts don't have it all yet. Like people yeah. start just looking for answers on their own you know and that's scariest because it's like uh just there's so many of us human freaking beings with all kinds of brains all kinds of ways of thinking we all watch different shows we all (laughs) yeah well i mean a, a, a really wise teacher once said um fear leads to anger uh and you know anger leads to to the dark side <laughs> I can't remember the quote. Hate, I keep forgetting what it's like. And fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, and hate leads to the dark side. There you go. Oh, That's what it is. is this like is this the Star is this Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. Yoda. Okay. I thought so. But the, it's when he was a is this That's all samurai culture stuff anyway that he stole, that he co-opted and put in that world. It's very true. And then like the backwards talking or whatever, like <laughs> Maybe that was a that maybe that was just a racist Asian like um, <laughs> accent. No, that's... There's, there's racist Asian characters in some Star Wars movies. There's one that was called Mon Calamari. Uh-huh. I think it's a it's a race that have like vaguely Asian accents. It's it, Google it. Mon Cal- <laughs> that sounds like like some weird like spoof on like 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 a Jamaican uh, Mon Cal- Calamari. Mon calamari, yes, that's the name of the species, and it is calamari, like the, like the dish. <laughs> I know, but it sounds like they're trying to do like half patois, you know, like mon calamari. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, mon calamari, <laughs> we're going with the calamari. 
Will you go and bring your bamba clat calamari? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you do it. You do. You do it. You're almost as good as Chet Hanks when you do your patois. Um, I've, I've definitely hung out with uh, more actual Jamaicans, <laughs> Trinidadians than Chet Hanks, definitely. Yeah, yeah. He he studied it though. Like we were like, hmm, not bad actually. You know? Now, yeah. Who, I mean, who, Life's who's not amazing? We? Yeah, who's we? I say like I'm Jamaican at all. Collective um, consciousness. That's who. That's who. <laughs> Hold uh, on. Oh, oh, wait. Wi-Fi. Let's go. Hello. Am I still with yeah. you? You're back. I'm back. Oh yes. My gosh. Because oh, that's good. Because guess what? I was wondering what? if you would want to play a game with me, really quick. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. We're nearing the end of this, and I'm. Thank you so much for joining me. By the way, today taking time out of your happy day. to join you. Now this is a game. Uh, this is a game called Sounds of the Pandemic. Okay, which okay. we are familiar with, you know. So I'm going to kindly ask you to just close your eyes, and I'm okay. going to um, play some sounds or do some sounds for you. And you have to guess. You have to tell me what sound of the pandemic that is. Okay. okay. All right. Ready for your <laughs> ready for your first sound? More than ready. Okay. Here it is. Okay. Listen carefully. What was that? I'm sorry, is it over? Uh, yes, yes. It's very subtle. I'll do it again, okay? Oh, yeah. Do you oh, that? okay. Okay, so yeah. so you can open your eyes now. Now, now what did oh, you yeah, right. What did you picture when you heard that right into your ears? You know, just um, I pictured someone less than six feet behind me at a grocery <laughs> store sneezing into the back of my head that's what i he's just a small sneeze into the back of my head that is terrifying i'm so sorry that i made you feel that and think that it was a, that is, <laughs> yeah just like just a real quick sneeze without covering them oh sorry i love that answer way more it's a terrifying answer it makes me feel fear you know um <laughs> it that was that was actually the sound of uh kleenex uh, being after you've run out of toilet paper, having to resort to, <laughs> resort to Kleenex. That was the sound of that. Um, gotcha. But uh, you know what? I like your answer better. So we're gonna give you a point for that. Woo! Ding yeah! ding ding! Point for Baron. Are you ready for another sound? Okay, close my eyes. Yes, right? please kindly. Please there. close your eyes. Okay, here we go. And uh, this is it. That was the sound. One more time. Okay. Okay, yeah. Mm. Um. Mm. With that, that whining at the end. Okay, you can open your eyes now. <laughs> With the whining at the end. Yeah, yeah. What was that sound? What did that um, make you think of? That made me think of somebody uh, who's in the middle of an isolation, mm -hmm. um, who's bored, and maybe feeling a little sad, um, digging their hands into a bag of barbecue chips. <laughs> and you are correct. Ding, ding, ding. Very much. It's another point. That is the sound of a very, uh, lonely person in isolation um, digging through a bag of barbecue chips. That's perfect, right. Perfect. That's right. Sad snacking. Sad snack. <laughs> sad snack. Sad snack. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's what they call those people. 
a sad snack. <laughs> I'm just going to be a sad sack and go sad snack. But I'll wow. be back. Don't give me no flack and don't attack. Okay. Bye, Jack. Oh, and I'm getting word that uh, oh, Baron, Baron is winning this game against himself. Wow. How are you feeling right now? How are you feeling so um, far? You know, it, it was kind of hard to go against me, but yeah. I knew that in the end I would pull, I would pull through against me. Yeah, no, uh, the, the, some people have lost against themselves and that's truly, that's something, you know what I that's, mean? It's happening across America right now. I mean, because Let's Go Otsuko, as you know, you've truly done like every variation of Let's Go Otsuko. Yeah. yeah, you've done like a, uh, a, a more talk show format to the game show live to now the quarantine version, which, you mm-hmm. know, we can't do two people competing against them, each other. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm glad to be on your quarantine. So yeah. it's fine. Yeah, team. I don't know. I'm not good at hand signs. I used to. I, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to do something weird. You should stay with the piano. You'd have that. You'd have that finger fluidity. I know. I know. Quarantine. You know. I don't know. This, that's why people are always like, "No, let's go, please." <laughs> <laughs> come back when you know come no back. song no song. <laughs> no, over. no song no thank you um uh let's uh okay so so you you did great with that game i think i think we'll end with one last question from from some okay from from a listener if that's okay okay all right here we go here we go ah this is a nice one uh this is from laura from on un- home undisclosed location Okay. Laura, hopefully you're okay. Um, this, uh, Baron, what's the first joke you ever wrote? And do you remember? Yes, I definitely do remember. Um, first joke I ever wrote was something to the effect of, uh, I'm really happy to be here. I'm kind of nervous um, because usually when a black person is on stage in front of this many people, he's for sale. Something, to, something like that. <laughs> you, you, you were going. You, you hit so many things with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, but it's 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 funny. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like eighteen years ago, I told that joke. Uh, I feel like. Yeah. Wow. That's the first joke you ever wrote. I mean, you That's started the first with joke I ever wrote and performed. I, uh-huh. I had written some jokes and bits when I was in high school and even younger, but like, I didn't know what I was doing. I would just come up with things. Sure, uh, some sure. of them ended up coming out on the stage, but that the first show I ever did in Boston, Massachusetts, wow. that was the first thing I said on stage. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you never thanks. forget. You never forget. It's always like, and it was interesting that it was like the intro, right? The thing that you say first about like your presence and your look, you know? Mm-hmm, mine, mm-hmm. mine was like so dumb. It was like, my name is Otsuko. I work at a Japanese restaurant, and I drive a Toyota. And <laughs> it didn't. That there's no punchline. It's just I just said three <laughs> things that were true about me. <laughs> um, and they just all happened to like be weirdly matching things. I'm Otsuko. I work at a Japanese restaurant, and I drive a Toyota. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and people would laugh. They would just go like, "Ah, yeah, look like that's true." That's, that's basically, that's basically yeah. people. 
Yeah, it was it was very strange. I don't know. I yeah, I don't know why I did that. But you know, like you try to at at the time I think I was trying to I I, I didn't know as I, I was trying to please a little bit, you know, with like oh, we Yeah. That's still the case. We we're always trying to please. That's where we're going for laughs. Totally. But I didn't need to be like, you know, the the Asian person, you know. But yeah, that's but that's everybody's on their own journey. You know Everyone, what I'm saying? Yeah, I had some really hacky black, quote unquote, black jokes. I would always try to flip them. I used to have a what if they were alive? <laughs> what if they were white joke? Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because some people always have the what if they were what if such and such was black, you know? Right. Uh, and I used to do like a, I like to do what if such and such were white. That, <laughs> that was like a closer I had. Yeah. You know, be like, what if, what if Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X were white? Right. <laughs> They'd be alive. That's usually that's usually how I <laughs> would end a set, and everyone's like, "What?" Amazing. Um, where'd you do that first set of yours? I was at the Comedy Union. The, oh, the Comedy Union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here in Los Angeles County. That's right, and it's like I slowly moved more to the east, but I started off at the Comedy Union, and then I was like, "Over there on Pico, right?" Yeah, and I was performing for uh, I, I featured for this guy named DJ Cooch, like in Irvine a lot. I was actually performing mm. to mostly like uh, Latin and like black rooms. That's that's mm-hmm. like how I started, and uh, and then you move to Silver Lake, and then you know it, it, the faces change <laughs> the faces change yeah yeah but um yeah it's thanks for sharing that with me um baron where are there uh, before we go are there like is there a, a something that you would want people to watch right now or to look out for what do i want people to watch or look out for um yeah i mean i i did a show um it's kind of a little bit of a of a panel show game show thing called the great debate in which a couple of funny people sit down and de- have debates about nerdy things um which will be on sci-fi i think amazing <laughs> in june. yes in june oh my god and so if you're if we're still at home in june which probably would be the case we can yes. watch the great debate on sci-fi Amazing. Right. Thank you so much, Baron. Thank you. Uh, I love having you. So good to catch up with you. Good to catch up with you too, Otsuko. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is this is always great. I wish you continued success and continued Toyotas. Thank you so much. Still drive that Toyota, by the way. <laughs> you might need time to upgrade. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, yeah, the, the, there's a dent. The passenger side window doesn't go down. You know, anyway. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> You, you can Venmo me. All right. Well, that's been Let's Go, Let's Go. 